Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there. Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. Welcome to your life, the mixtape. Ragnarok. This is a very special episode of Your Life, The Mixtape. It is the end of days, and I am bringing back some of my favorite guests from past seasons to see if they will survive what we are calling The Mixtape Ragnarok. Now, the way this will work is I have a series of 21 questions 10 general music questions, and then 10 this or that questions, and one final very important question. And after the episode airs, we will turn it over to you, the listeners, to see if the guest has survived the mixtape Ragnarok. So on this very special, very first episode of Your Life, the Mixtape Ragnarok. I am joined by an educator, a podcaster, a 90s music lover, one of my best friends in the entire world, my partner in crime on the show It's Like This, which you can catch every Monday. She's just an all-around boss-ass bitch. Please welcome the one and only Ellie Ann. Oh my God, I loved that introduction. <laughs> I'm just going to go around and tell everybody, hi, I'm Eliana and, my, and I'm a boss ass bitch. <laughs> hi, everyone. <laughs> I'm here back on mixtape. What what time is this? This is the third time I've been on mixtape. Yeah, this is this yeah. is the third go around. I, I love talking about music. That's like that's my vibe. So I love being on this show. This is one of my favorite podcasts. So I'm excited to be here. Um, I'm ready. Ready to make the tough choices. Yes. And hopefully you're not too hard on me with the fit <laughs> of that because I'm like, he's going to ask some hardcore questions. I know it. So I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> the the this or that portion of of the show uh, will be specifically tailored to each guest. Oh God! Okay, I know this is going to be brutal. Now <laughs> I'm ready. 
Give it your best shot, Greg. You will not break me. I will survive the rest. <laughs> <laughs> so starting off uh, kind of easy, I know the answer to, I know your answer to this question already. Um, which decade had the best music? Without a doubt, the 1990s, baby. Okay. <laughs> it was, I mean, every genre of music was in like a really nice sweet spot in the 1990s. Hip hop, R&B, uh, rock, alternative, even salsa music. It was at its like finest in the 1990s. I adore the 90s. I could listen to anything 90s forever and be okay with that. <laughs> I don't even need anything new. <laughs> I like it, but I don't need it. So then tell me, who is the greatest rapper of all time? You already know, okay? Brooklyn's finest, the notorious D.I.G. You know, such big impact in such a little time because he really only had three studio albums out in his lifetime. And even just after his first album, Ready to Die, it was like, it, that was a classic. There was no going back from that. The way that man could just narrate a story, you know? And yeah, just, I loved everything Notorious B.I.G., Biggie, greatest of all fucking time. Like nobody has his cadence, his delivery, his flow, his ability to just tell a story that I could visualize. I mean, we could talk, you know, we can say <laughs> sure, he had some, some misogynistic lyrics, but so the fuck did everybody else at that time, if we're going to be honest. So that's completely fair. Who is the greatest songwriter of all time? This this was a hard one. Um, I went back and forth between two very different artists. They couldn't be more different. I'm, I'm going to tell you which two I was between, and I'll tell you which one I chose because I did make a choice. So I was between Prince and Ruben Blades, who's a salsa singer slash songwriter. I was like, it's these two. I mean, they both have written such epic songs, but at the end of the day, I'm going to go with my gut. And I think Ruben Blades is the best songwriter of all time. If just <laughs> for the song El Tiburón alone, which, you know, in Puerto Rico, we literally study that in universities, that those song lyrics, they're very socially conscious he's an activist and you know that's what I, what I love about salsa music from Puerto Rico and you know from Colombia Venezuela Cuba is that it's party music you can dance to it you're gonna vibe to that shit but there's a message underneath it all so I I had to go with him because just because of that one song alone <laughs> a, a a bold bold, bold choice bold. yes bold and and I stand by that because if you look up the lyrics to some of these songs that he's written I mean they're the most epic salsa songs of all time so yeah Ruben Blades <laughs> my mom's gonna be so proud I said <laughs> <laughs> she's like aww what is the greatest album of all time you would think this was a hard one but I had my answer Immediately, and there's no second guessing, without a doubt, it is The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill is the greatest album of all fucking time. Excellent answer. 
there's uh, there's no explanation needed. I don't think there's a song on that album that you would skip. First of all, the progression, it all works together. It works each song completely on its own. It's like each song is a classic song. Doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> what is the greatest film soundtrack of all time? <laughs> okay, this one was hard. <laughs> because I believe in a previous uh, mixtape episode. I think the question was, what was my favorite film mm-hmm. soundtrack? And I went with The Bodyguard or maybe Waiting to Exhale. But when I think about a soundtrack in which every single song in it reminds you of a specific scene in the movie, like it just goes with the soundtrack so well and it's so classic, it's Dirty Dancing. Nice. Every single song in in the Dirty uh, Dancing soundtrack literally reminds you of the specific scene in Dirty Dancing where you heard that song. Like, I think as a soundtrack, it just works so well. Yes. And going back to what you said about uh, Bodyguard and Waiting to Exhale, when your first appearance on Mixtape, your answer was Bodyguard. And then for Rewind, uh, Waiting to Exhale was the answer. See, so I'm just getting all of my favorites <laughs> in. You see, I just come back as a guest multiple times. That's how I get around that. <laughs> but seriously, though, like Dirty Dancing soundtrack is so iconic. It's just so fucking iconic. Of all time, what is the greatest television theme song? <sighs> Another hard one for me because I, I feel like we came up in, an, in the era where TV shows had theme songs like that you could sing along to and that were so catchy. And so there were so, so, so many good ones. I mean, Living Single, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, um, Good Times, Facts of Life. I, mean, I could keep going and going. Even even uh, Full House has a great, like they have great recognizable theme songs where you hear one little note of it and you know exactly the show. But this one I think does that more than any other theme song. Like you hear the one first note and you're already belting that shit out. And it's the golden girls theme song. I know you're singing it in your heads right now. All of you. (laughs) I am. Yes. And since I started asking about television uh, theme songs, that remains the top answer. It's just, it's classic. It's classic. It's like as here as soon as you hear do 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 it's it's over. It's over. You're just you're <laughs> like you're in the shower full blown singing it at the top of your lungs. <laughs> Absolutely. And you can see uh you can see the plane at yes. the beginning of the credits, yeah. Yes. Yes. Icon. Who is the most underrated artist of all time? Okay. I think I have a very controversial choice, but I'm going to stand by it. And I'm going to explain before I, before I tell you <laughs> who I think it is. Um, this person is actually wildly successful, has sold millions of albums. So not what you would think of as underrated. But for me, I took it as someone who doesn't get the respect that they deserve based on their talent. So that's how I'm taking underrated. I think at this moment in time, the most underrated artist is Jay-Z. 
And I'll tell you why. I think everybody tries to clown him as Mr. Beyonce. Like, first of all, he doesn't even care. He enjoys being Mr. Beyonce. But I feel like, I don't know if it's the age of music fans right now or the fact that he hasn't, you know, put out an album in a while. I think people forget that he's one of the fucking greatest rappers of all time. He is iconic. His albums are classic. I mean, he is known for being a one-take wonder, not a one-hit wonder, a one-take wonder, where he will get in the booth and lay out his his freaking verses in one take. Perfection. No, no, No reruns needed, okay? No, let's try that again needed. I don't know. I feel like people need to go back and and give Jay-Z the respect that he deserves. He is not just Mr. Beyonce. He was iconic before she even came along. And it's not even comparing them. They're both like at the top of their game. But let's give some respect to that man. One of the greatest rappers of all time, Jay-Z. So speaking of one-hit wonders... Who is the greatest one-hit wonder of all time? Again, a lot of great one-hit wonder songs. But for me, I think if this song didn't exist, it it would it'd be like something missing from the era that it came out in. And it's Take On Me by Aha. Nice. Um, technically, they're considered a one-hit wonder because that song was the only... Uh, song that charted in the U.S. charts. They did have some more hits in their homeland, but that was really the only song that broke through in the American market. And I just, I don't, I can't think of the 80s without that song. So I think that was the greatest one hit wonder. I like that. And and also that that video is so iconic. It's so iconic. Like it represents, like it's the microcosm of like, the 80s when, you know, video killed the radio stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that video did it right there. It just, yeah, so good. Who is an artist that if you took away their musical talent would still be famous in some capacity? Immediately, I thought Queen Latifah. She's such a great actress that undoubtedly she would have been famous without ever having done one song so who is the greatest vocalist of all time (laughs) oh this is so hard it's hard but it's also not hard the answer is clear it just I wish I could award it to maybe three vocalists but having to choose without a doubt Whitney Houston is the greatest vocalist of all time you know Mariah comes close Christina comes close, Celine comes close, but but there's no other Whitney. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's Whitney. <laughs> so we are we are we are through the general questions. How are you feeling? I'm feeling okay. I feel like some people are going to have some things to say <laughs> about a few of my choices, but I stand by every single one of them. And now I'm I'm <laughs> I'm a little nervous for this. <laughs> So diving right into it, Beyonce or Rihanna? Damn it, Greg. Right out the <laughs> right out the freaking gate like that. Damn. 
Rihanna. Interesting. I like Rihanna's musical catalog better. I like her songs better. Okay. Oh, I'm going to get in so much trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So this next one is is kind of a toss away. Um, (laughs) Harry Styles or Zayn Malik? Um, Harry Styles. I like his... I like his songs better. <laughs> I just do. Yeah. Michael Jackson. Oh, God. Or Prince. Damn it, Greg. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was planning on not cursing today. But <laughs> the fuck was that? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, you take away Prince and you take away a lot. Okay, but it's not actually. I'm think. I'm overthinking it. Michael Jackson. I'm sorry. That that doesn't mean I voted to take away Prince. His music catalog is still there, right? Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Then yes, yes. Michael Jackson. <sighs> oh my god! People are gonna be so mad at me. Demi Lovato or Selena Gomez? I don't know why I knew you were gonna ask me this. This is hard. As weird as that is, this is kind of hard for me because I don't think, like, I feel like they're both good in their own right. But if I had to choose, I'd go Demi Lovato because her her voice is just so much more of a powerhouse voice. I really enjoy someone who can belt. Ariana Grande Mm. or Adele? (gasps) You're mean, (laughs) you know, because you know, I like them both. Damn, that's foul. All right, I'm going to say this, but I I think that Ariana Grande has more vocal range, but I prefer the soul and the sad girl vibe of Adele's songs, so I'm going Adele. Even though she needs me sound, everything sounds the same. I'm sorry I said whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you knew I had to sneak that in. Girl, let's, let's do something different. Let's get in the studio with somebody different. <laughs> Taylor Swift or Katy Perry? That's mean because I don't like neither of them. <laughs> That's fucked up. I, I do not like you for this, but between Katy Perry and Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, she's more talented. Cardi B? Mm, I know. I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or Lotto? Oh, okay. Oh, you made this easy for me. Cardi B all day, baby. All day. I thought you were going to go Cardi B and Megan the Stallion, and then we were going to have to fight. It it was Megan the Stallion until about five minutes before we started recording. And I was like, <laughs> no, I'm going to I'm gonna pitch her a softball. I'll... Thank you. Thank you. Cardi all day. <laughs> Snoop Dogg? Or Tupac? <gasps> Ooh, this is going to be a controversial controversial choice. I actually think Tupac is the more gifted rapper, but I'm choosing Snoop. Interesting. I like his songs better. <laughs> I vibe better to his songs. Yeah. I said what I said. That's fair. Um, and... Even in some of Snoop's like harder songs, there 
there's an air of like playfulness in them that yes yeah so quintessentially snoop and he's so fun and funny and i just yeah i like to I like to listen to Snoop Dogg, uh, Snoop songs a lot more because they just put me in a good mood, I guess. Biggie. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Or Lil' Kim. That's fucked up. <laughs> that is fucked up. Damn it. Oh, shit. I have to say, Biggie. I'm sorry, Kim. I'm sorry. It's Greg's fault. <laughs> <laughs> And the final this or that question. Oh, man. Whitney. (laughs) Or Aretha. That's also really mean. (sighs) My gut just jumps at at the name Whitney. She's just, she was so quintessentially my generation's singer that I can't ever not choose Whitney I'm sorry I'm sorry Aretha but Whitney Whew, okay <laughs> uh, in in the first draft of the this or that questions it was a lot more brutal thank you for showing me a little bit of mercy <laughs> but I still am gonna anger some people and that's that's okay we'll get some engagement Talk to me. Let me know what you think. (laughs) So your final question. Are you ready? I am ready. So to save yourself from the mixtape Ragnarok, you have to pick just one Mm -hmm. song. Mm -hmm. And every other song in the history of music will, will be erased forever Mm -hmm. what are you picking well here's where I'm probably gonna lose because I don't think my choice is gonna be very popular except among people who speak Spanish but I stand by what I'm about to say and if there's one song that I would want to save from all of the songs in history. It's a song called La Fiesta de Pilito by a salsa group called El Gran Combo de Puerto Rico. And that song is like my family's Christmas song. I've heard it every year around the holidays since I was alive. And I could not imagine, like it wouldn't feel like the holidays to me. It wouldn't feel like my family culture if that song did not exist so i'm probably gonna lose because a lot of people might not know that song but i stand by my choice the world would suck without that song i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry greg (laughs) in in defense of you um i will tell the listeners that uh the song that Elian chose to save was a part of the it's like this christmas mix um, I fucking love that song. It's, I mean, it's the best. Like, I, I can't picture family without that song. I just, it's, it's festive. It's fun. It's nostalgic. It has those, you know, those Afro, uh, Caribbean beats that 
make salsa what it is. It's just, it's the best song ever, in my opinion. <laughs> I love that. I love it. That's an excellent choice. Thanks. So now, <laughs> now, listeners, uh, we turn it over to you. Um, there will be a poll on the mixtape Twitter account uh, at U R L I F E U R M I X T A P E, and you can decide whether or not Elian has survived the mixtape Ragnarok based on her choices. Uh, you can also let us know in in the reviews. Uh, what you thought. So, uh, Elian, any pleading words? I am a lover of music. My musical taste, if you have not gathered by my choices, by my answers, is all over the place. It's very eclectic. I really, really enjoy music. And so I made these decisions based on what I feel is the talent level of the artists that I chose. And so for that and that reason alone, I do stand by my choices. I do understand why some of them could be controversial, but I think that's what's fun about music is that we can get into debates about this stuff and, you know, we're not going to start a world war over it. We're going to have fun and engage and, you know, let me know what you think, but Trust me, a lot of thought went into these answers. A lot. <laughs> and if there were people that I didn't choose, that doesn't mean that I, I I don't love them. Like I said, I love music. I am a consumer of music. And so take some mercy on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, as as always, you know, I love talking music with you that's why I, anytime there's a new a new mixtape show i'm like hey what are you doing um so <laughs> if you if there's anything that you would like to uh plug or promote or if you'd like to drop your social media handles you are you are free to do that yes thank you absolutely um on twitter i'm at miss angry flower m-i-s-s-a-n-g-r-y-f-l-o-w-e-r and I don't know why I just made like my teacher voice. That was really weird. Um, <laughs> also, please check out It's Like This, our podcast. It's a pop culture podcast. It's very fun. Every Monday, check that out. And also check out Unapologetically She, which is a female-centered uh, perspective on politics, art, and pop culture. So check that out. It's on Tuesdays. Um Please check out Voice Memos on Fridays, another podcast from our network, and listen to all of Greg's shows because he's amazing and super creative, and we would not be here doing this if it wasn't for Greg. This has been a Rod Wharton production in association with Spring Break 83 Entertainment. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.